0: We'd like to welcome you back to our emergency health alert, current event, and Bible study for May 25th, 2020. Next report. I'm going to go further into this whole Dershowitz, Epstein, uh, and Trump angle for a little bit. I, I think it's good to refresh our memory on this. I don't think this should be something that should ever get too far away from us, considering who we have in the White House right now. And this next part is entitled Rapist Alan Dershowitz, who we just heard in, the the next the, the last report from a legal standpoint he was saying that we would have no right to refuse the coming covid19 vaccine essentially uh who has been both donald trump's and jeffrey epstein's lawyer and how teen runaway virginia roberts became one of jeffrey epstein's victims via trump's mar lago estate okay so we want to we always want to make sure that we give trump due credit where credit is due i uh, got a there, about 39 seconds into this i have to mute a little bit because it gets a little too graphic this is from the miami herald this audio clip i'm only going to play about three minutes a little over three minutes and this is regarding how teen runaway virginia roberts became one of jeffrey epstein's victims now you'll be hearing virginia roberts now years later as a grown woman uh give her testimony and some uh, regarding uh jeffrey epstein
1: I was young. I was scared. I knew these people were powerful. I didn't know what would happen if I said no. I didn't know what would happen if they reported, if I reported them. That 16-year-old girl just let it happen. And that was how I got into the abuse with Jeffrey and Gillette.
0: Virginia Roberts was working in the spa at Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago club in Palm Beach when... Okay, Brit- now let's not, let's not let that one little tidbit go. So Trump Trump, the Trump estate in Mar-a-Lago was recruiting underage girls to work as as mas- massage therapy or whatever they were doing, whatever sick thing they were doing. At, I mean, which is totally illegal at Trump's Marlaga I notice how they just kind of say that real quick and go on. Well, that's what a lot of people do when it comes to this thing. And again, if the left really wanted to take down Trump, there is such low hanging fruit they could go into. Just his. And I know they've touched on it some, but it's so low hanging, this fruit. It's so easy to find this information on what a slime bag Trump is and his unbelievable wingman buddy relationship with, with the you know pedophile, pe- pedivore, whatever, pedo predator Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. She was recruited by Ghislaine Maxwell from Trump's Mar-a-Lago state, doing underage garbage she should have never been doing, being somewhere she should have never been. And then they recruited her from there because that's how the system worked. And then Trump would make his visits over there once they were properly groomed. That was where they they, they got properly um the, the, the Marlago estate at Trump's was like the entry-level place where you would get your foot in the door and think oh I got this awesome job even though I really shouldn't be doing this as an underage girl and then they would really then they would recruit Ghislaine would recruit them because she's a woman and she knew how to um she's also another synagogue of Satan Zionist devil um would recruit them over to Jeffrey Epstein and then get get them really into the sex slave stuff but the recruiting typically started at Trump's mar lago many, many times. She's not the only one that this happened with. And, you know, you, you, there, there's no way you're going to convince me Trump was, wasn't on board with all of this. I mean, there's all kind of eyewitness accounts of, of Trump and Epstein together raping these underage girls. All kind of ones. And I've read them online, kind of editing out the really graphic stuff. But um, anyway, let's go ahead and play this further.
2: Socialite Ghislaine Maxwell introduced her to multimillionaire Jeffrey
1: Epstein. The training started immediately. I mean, it was everything.
0: Gotta bleep
1: that out. How to be quiet, be subservient, give Jeffrey what he wants. A lot of this training came from Ghislaine herself. And being a woman, it kind of surprises you that a woman could actually let stuff like that happen, but not only let it happen, but to groom you into doing it. And then well, there's
0: she's a high level, high level Luciferian, witch,
1: free, who's telling you, I want it this way. No, go slower. And don't do that and do this. So
0: none of this would have ever happened with this one particular girl it wouldn't have been for Trump's mar lago estate where she was working as an underage girl doing only, you know, whatever massage, whatever stuff she was doing. Um, Over the next few weeks, Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell trained me to do what they wanted, including sexual activities, the use of sex toys. The training was in New York, Florida at Epstein's mansions. It, It was basically every day and it was like going to school. I also had to have sex with Epstein many times.
1: You're just thrown into a world that you don't understand and you don't know how to you're screaming on the inside and you don't know how to let it come out and you just become this numb figure who refuses to feel and refuses to speak and refuses all you do is obey that's it and eventually it led to well now we're going to experiment and we're going to try you with another guy and see how you go so they sent me to an island with
0: a professor and and this is jeffrey epstein's private island that you know the whole lolita express thing where clinton was on it on board 26 times according to flight logs dershowitz was on board i'm sure trump was on there as well there's a lot of indicators for that as well but all kind of high level people um uh prince andrew and um that stacy guy that actor uh, they were i mean it's tons and tons of of high level devils this this the little saint james island epstein's private island
1: I basically had to do what I did for Jeffrey for him, so it's very private. It's the perfect world for a billionaire getting away with what he was doing. He could hold big parties there and and have huge orgies there, and nobody would have any idea what was going on because it was so quiet and so protected. It started with one, and then it trickled into two, and then so on and so forth. And, you know, before you know it, I'm being lent out to politicians and to academics and to people that you royalty
2: roberts claimed in an affidavit the two of the men that epstein lent her out to were attorney alan dershowitz
0: (laughs) yeah exactly i don't think it's funny i just you know think that this devil giving us a morality lesson i just love exposing evil that's what i think is funny i love exposing devil's fork tongue reptilian devils like Dershowitz who's trying to give me a morality lesson saying I gotta take his COVID-19 vaccine when he's over here uh, forcing just one girl that Epstein had to have sex with him six times and then Prince Andrew on and all these other reprobate slime devils. I love it when they get exposed. It makes me happy. The Duke of York.
2: Dershowitz and Prince Andrew have both denied any
0: involvement course, with Roberts. Course. They're innocent as kittens, both of them. Of course they are.
2: Judge later struck Roberts' affidavit from the court record, but the ruling did not address the veracity of her allegations. Dershowitz said he was nonetheless vindicated. Huh, yeah. Logs from Epstein's private jet, nicknamed the Lolita Express, show a host of high-powered politicians,
0: academics, and celebrities. They're showing the log right, right now in the background.
1: Called Lolita Express for a reason. That was a vessel for him to be able to abuse girls and get away with it without anybody being alarmed or any alarm bells going off. It was all the same no matter where you went. All Jeffrey cared about was, go find me more girls. To me, still to this day, it is my biggest shame that I carry around that I will never get rid of. And I'm really, really sad that I brought other girls my age and even younger into a world that they should have never been introduced Cause see, to.
0: Because, see, what what happened with her and with a lot of the girls is once they went from mar lago to then the, all the training, that the, all the brainwashing training, fear-based training over at Epstein's mansion, and then they fly her to New York and then to the island, and only God knows if they were taking her down into the dungeon in the island. I don't know. But what they were doing is also mind-controlled, probably training her to go out when they got when she got back to um uh the west palm beach area so when she got back to west palm beach she would go out and with her circle of friends most likely try to recruit from there and then Ghislaine would give the approval and then it was more of a direct recruiting they they could leave mar lago probably out of this out of the situation because then it would turn into more of a direct recruiting line right into Epstein's clutches so that's what they were dealing with there so we have that video and again, I just I like to re- refresh everyone's memory on this. And here's the whole write up I just read before about Dershowitz. Okay, and um, oh, I'm gonna play this one really quick. New tape shows Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein at mar lago party in 1992. No, you have to say they were like neighbors. That were talking, they were stones throw their houses from one another, and that was a long time. Okay, we're not talking, it was like a week it was like that. It was like, this is 1992, and this this lasted for a long time. Now, I know Trump said he distanced himself and all this other stuff from whatever. Um, they were buddies, and you look at this video, newly unearthed video from 1992 shows future President Donald Trump partying with financier and now accused sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein. I'm only going to play this to the 30 sec- 36 second mark, uh, but... If you haven't seen this, you really should watch this because it shows you what a slimebag Trump is. I mean, he makes Jeffrey Epstein looks like the the upstanding citizen in this video. Trump is the one that looks like the real slimebag lech. This is at Trump's mansion at mar lago where, again, this girl was recruited from by Ghislaine. It looks like Ghislaine is in the background of this video.
3: An invitation into Donald Trump's world.
4: It
0: it shows Trump dancing with this just bevy of, I think in this case it's a whole bunch of cheerleaders. He's just, it's just so cringeworthy, the video. You could just see the lust in, in in the perverse, pervert in his eyes, this guy. Like he's this predator that, you know, could probably sleep with all these women, just from the promise of money or whatever. And and it's sickening. From
3: 1992, found in the NBC
2: archives, shows the
0: future president welcoming
2: Jeffrey Epstein.
0: He's whispering in Jeffrey Epstein's ear, all this perverted stuff, and Jeffrey Epstein's like laughing at stuff. But Trump is clearly like the alpha male, and he's clearly the one leading Epstein.
3: It was Mar-a-Lago estate. The get-together more than a decade before Epstein pleaded guilty to prostitution charges in Florida. Both men are seen enjoying themselves. Trump pointing out women dancing in front of them. An apparently friendly encounter with a man the president is now looking to distance himself
5: from. Well, I knew him like everybody in Palm Beach knew him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he knew him like everybody in Palm. Yeah, he was your wingman or you were his wing. Whatever you know you can't explain that away trumpy boy it doesn't work that way you're a devil and a slime bag and you've always been one um and then like another report here trump distances himself from jeffrey epstein after new sex trafficking oh wow how convenient how convenient here's another one trump's labor secretary alexander alacosta helped cover up the sex truck sex crimes of jeffrey epstein that's because trump distanced himself from him and he didn't want anything to do with him he had his labor secretary help cover up jeffrey epstein's sex crimes let's just listen to this a little bit these are just really brief clips but i want to just refresh your memory a little bit about this so we understand what a wonderful person trump is
2: the Miami Herald reports Labor Secretary, Alexander Acosta, is out of the running to be Attorney General following the paper's bombshell report. The paper chronicles the case of Jeffrey Epstein, a politically connected multi-millionaire hedge fund manager from Palm Beach, Florida. Epstein was accused of assembling a large cult-like network of underage girls to coerce into having sex acts at his waterfront mansion. He could have faced life in prison if convicted, but according to the Herald, the U.S. prosecutor on the case, current Labor Secretary Alexander Acosta, <laughs> gave Epstein a sweetheart deal. So
0: because he did what Trump wanted him to do, he became the current Labor Secretary. Because you get rewarded when you defend these these pedo predators like Jeffrey Epstein, who's Trump's good buddy. And I don't care what anybody says; I believe they were good buddies. Although, you know, whatever he wants to say about distancing himself, why would he have done him this gigantic favor then? Years, years later.
2: Called a non-prosecution agreement. Epstein only served 13 months in the county jail and the FBI investigated. And that
0: was, that was par- partial going between his home and the county jail. That wasn't, it wasn't, he wasn't locked up for 13 months. He was free, I believe, during the day to go back to his, uh, the, his mansion near mar lago she didn't mention that here. But um, he could have, he should have done life in prison. He did 13 months partial house, arre- house arrest thanks to the guy that Trump made his labor secretary. Oh, I'm sure that everything's on the up and up.
2: And into Epstein was essentially shut down. And now a new civil trial set for next week could reveal more about Epstein's alleged sex abuse. Epstein.
0: Okay, so let's play the next little clip here. Again, I'm not going to dwell on this. I just wanted to really kind of refresh everyone's memory on this. So we're aware.
6: Our team coverage on the Jeffrey Epstein indictment continues now with a closer look at the 66-year-old multimillionaire hedge fund manager, including his previously previous legal troubles and how he has for a long time surrounded himself with a high-profile circle of friends. That high profile circle of friends includes a then private citizen, Donald Trump, as well as Prince Andrew and former President Bill Clinton, who reportedly took more than two dozen trips on Epstein's private jet between 2001 and 2003. In 2002, Donald Trump told New York magazine, quote, I've known Jeff for 15 years, terrific guy, and that he, quote, likes beautiful women as much as I do, and many of them are on the younger side. Yeah, these are
0: all open quotes Trump made, okay? he admired Jeffrey for that. And he participated with Jeffrey with these young underage girls. Like I said, Wayne Madsen uncovered the report. I put it in my PDFs over and over about, you know, the six different families that Trump paid off that were like 11 and 10 year old boys and girls that Trump raped at different times, different payoffs to different families at different locations um, around the uh, in the U.S., and that was all covered up. Again, but every time that they threaten to release Trump's tax records, that's when Trump must be getting a little bit out of line. He falls back in line and does whatever the Illuminati's telling him to do because if they release that, if they released his tax records, the Wayne Mattson stuff about him raping those little boys and girls would all come out. And the payoffs would all come out. So they got Trump right where they want him
6: charges in the Southern District of New York come more than a decade after Epstein's legal team struck a secret deal with federal prosecutors in Florida who allowed him to plead guilty to two lesser sex charges in state court he served just 13 months in a county jail and was granted work release
0: yes the nominee for a second secretary- work release when he went back to his house and probably just was doing the same stuff during the day with with the underage girls
5: of the Department of Labor will be mr. Alex
6: Acosta. That non-prosecution agreement was arranged by Epstein's legal team and current labor secretary, Alexander Acosta, who served as U.S. attorney. So you serve
0: Satan and you get rewarded.
6: The Southern District of Florida at the time. Epstein's victims were kept in the dark and could not object. Brad Edwards, an attorney representing a young woman in the case, spoke to CBS News in December.
5: Local victims have said that when they were 14, 15 years old, they brought 25, 30 girls to him. That's just one person. Yeah. Nobody has really had the opportunity or ability to see how deep this goes in any other jurisdiction.
0: Nor will they because they'll keep quashing it and now they he's supposedly dead from an apparent suicide, then you know then they can really try to sweep it all under the rug. Um, and then I thought this was kind of interesting cartoon of Trump and Clinton reacting to Jeffrey Epstein scandal scandal. how Alan Dershowitz plays into this so let's just go ahead and listen to this tiny little cartoon here about this because I think they bring up some good points in this little cartoon and now a message from message
4: from from the President of the United States
5: my fellow americans i would like to address reports alleging that i was friends with b air convicted sexual predator jeffrey epstein and attended his
0: infamous here's pro- a picture of trump and him arm in arm <laughs> trump is such a slime bag and it's it's a i mean there's so many pictures of these guys together with ghislaine okay the cia mossad agent okay epstein was trying to get dirt on a lot of high-level politician guys in order to Basically um, put that into the Mossad CIA slash database so that they could be blackmailed at a later date. Trump was on that list as well. And, but they, yet they were good buddies. Sure, I told New
5: York Magazine in 2002 that Epstein is a terrific guy. But
4: that was before I
5: found out that I said later in the same sentence that he likes beautiful women on the younger side. I knew I had to cut off our relationship right then and several years after there.
4: Now, I've brought someone who can confirm that we are very innocent. Hey, everybody. It's me, America's Cold Sore. Every few years, I pop up and remind you of your bad choices in the 90s. I have... I have never been to Jeffrey Epstein's home on 71st Street between 5th and Madison near Jody's Juice. Try the strawberry, it's delicious. And why would I go
0: to Epstein? <laughs> that's That's Clinton, obviously.
4: Home. I don't want to be reminded of the things I've seen there. Let's talk about the so-called Epstein jet on which Jeffy Boy and his friends, who know him as Jeffy Boy, Jeffy Boy! Allegedly committed vile acts. Sure, witnesses allege we were passengers, but so is Kevin Spacey. I don't think the- This boy scout would let anything untoward
0: happen up there. The old Kevin Spacey, like one of the biggest reprobate devils on the planet, he's calling him a boy scout.
4: The reason I was on that jet 26, I mean four times, was it was the best deal on Kayak.com. And I promise I didn't smoke a cigarette in the bathroom, which is the only law in the sky, according to our attorney, Alan Dershowitz. (laughs) Dershowitz! That's
0: all their attorneys. Clinton, Jeffrey Epstein, Trump, they call him Dershey boy. <laughs> I mean, this is, But this is who we're getting morality. This is the guy telling us we've got to take the mandatory vaccinations. And Trump is intimating that as well. Now, he's, he's kind of flip-flopping a little bit. But remember, they use Trump to test the waters. They use Trump to see how, dare I say this, dumbed down his base has become. And I'm not, I'm not indicting any of my listeners, but I'm just saying that I'm not saying that against my listeners. I'm saying his base in general, they use Trump to test the waters to see what they can get away
7: with.
4: It's like his freedom depends on it. And it does. You know, Bill and I may disagree on health care and criminal justice. Barely. But we are unified against these all but undeniable accusations. In the end, aren't we all just Americans accused of the most ghastly crime imaginable? And on an unrelated note, I am naming a new Deputy Attorney General, Jeffrey Epstein. I'm also pardoning him and having his mouth filled with cement. Don't you cry, Jeffy boy! We're sending a rope of potato chips! down that well i promise bill you're my best friend and you're mine we're gonna get through this together little brother i can't believe we almost let hillary tear us apart
5: this has been a message from two presidents
4: of the united
0: (laughs) and they're good buddies too tons and tons of pictures of, of trump with bill and hillary and jeffrey epstein and oh i mean you know but you know they don't they 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 have to distance them distance themselves under you know, the current circumstances or whatever. Um, So anyway, I just wanted to kind of go into that a little bit. Will government mandate COVID-19 vaccinations? Apparently it can, and it might. Now, this is written from a Big Brother secular standpoint. Now, I I interjected a few words in there to kind of bring us back to reality, uh, if the satanic government determines that vaccinations are essential to stemming the spread of the disease, would it, could it mandate a vaccination compliance? Now the, the person stated on the first sentence that he'd be the first in line. So you understand the mindset here. Okay. Of the person writing this. Apparently it can, and it might. Many paid off medical experts believe that developing one or more COVID-19 vaccines is the key to reopening the economy and returning to our normal lives. Well, that's, that's the, the, the satanic narrative they keep shoving down our throats. For example, the Mayo Clinic says a vaccine to present coronavirus disease, um, the COVID-19, is perhaps the best hope for ending the pandemic. The pharmaceutical industry has shifted into overdrive to find a vaccine effective against the coronavirus. Drug maker AstraZeneca hopes to have 30 million doses of its vaccine available in the UK by September. Oh, that's before the end of the year, guys september 30 million doses and will they be mandatory i'm going to go into that a little bit later and moderna just announced very promising results from its initial clinical trials but here's the satanic problem the majority of u.s adults delay or skip vaccinations The Centers for Disease and Control and Prevention encourages adults to be immunized for a range of diseases. The flu vaccine leads the CDC's list that includes tetanus and diphtheria every 10 years, shingles, pneumonia, and several others. Consider the flu vaccine. It is one of the most affordable and accessible vaccines available. Yet the CDC reports the adult vaccination uh, rate over the last decade has ranged only between 40 and 45% satan must be so grieved fortunately the same 10-year graph shows a much higher flu vaccination rate among older americans fortunately from a satanic standpoint because they'll die so much quicker we know between 65 and 80 68 percent for seniors but i wonder how many of them live after they get it but only about 30 to 35 percent for 18 to 49 year olds Children typically have a much higher vaccination rates because all the states require them with certain exemptions before children can enroll in public schools. While a small percentage of Americans oppose vaccinations on religious or medical grounds, most of the unvaccinated apparently just choose not to. Will the coronavirus vaccine see a higher uptake rate? Maybe. There's a lot of fear among the public and that may persuade most adults to be vaccinated. Cost probably won't be a barrier either about 91 percent of the population has health coverage uh you mean disease propagation care coverage yeah the affordable care act requires public and health and private insurance to cover the entire cost of preventative care i think that if this comes out and especially if it's mandated they're going to make it as easy as possible for you to get this um you know because it's far more important for satan to get this uh, dna changing um uh, only lord knows what's in it vaccine into your system i mean granted profits are always a motive but i I just feel like the dna payload they really want to defile you on a cellular level and i think that they're gonna try to make it as easy as possible from that standpoint and the government may ultimately cover vaccination costs for the uninsured even so it isn't clear that enough adults will choose to be vaccinated to create a herd immunity yeah like that's ever actually really been the goal we've already probably already have that right now because most people have been exposed to COVID-19 at this point and most people were just asymptomatic and they got over it without even knowing they most likely had it like I said COVID-19 has to have a lot of factors at play in place in order for it to have any kind of real kill rate and we've went over that numerous times in previous teachings Um, the herd immunity is only achieved when 60 to 80 percent of the population have developed immunity to a disease either by vaccination or having been infected and recovered epidemiologists say that's what's needed to end the epidemic and they can only get that through vaccinations of course if COVID 19 vaccination rate is low will the federal or more likely the state governments step in and mandate vaccination well that means vaccination by gunpoint in my in my eyes you know The Congressional Research Service says the U.S. Supreme Court has ruled that the state's general police power to promote public health and safety encompasses the authority to require vaccinations. So there we go, guys. There we go. I've just given you ample proof that they could, if they wanted to, come from a satanic legal standpoint and say, you got to have this. So I'm trying to scream about this now before it gets to that point so that this Lord willing, does not happen? Because they are posturing heavily. When they've got their satanic mouthpiece, Trump's attorney, Dershowitz, up there saying, you'll have no right to refuse it. You have no right to make other people sick. They've got court precedent. That totally does away with the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, but court precedent. So I'm telling you, you know, might want to pray about it. Uh, Then the next report, double-minded and untrustworthy Trump says coronavirus vaccine will not be mandatory at the federal level, but governors might force vaccinations at the state level. So again, I'm trying to give you all facets of this particular subject that we're talking about today, because to me, this this and the contact tracing are the 800-pound gorillas in the room that need to be addressed heavily. President Trump has confirmed that from a federal perspective, coronavirus vaccines will not be forced upon people who don't want them. Now, he backtracked because at first he was saying, we're going to get the military and do this. But see, there was so much public outcry that he had to backtrack on that a little bit. In statements made last Friday, he said that not everyone is going to want to get it. And that the vaccine would only be for those who do not want it. Oh, how benevolent of the Trumpster even though he wasn't saying that initially. But again, this is why, you know, public outcry needs to happen. This is a relief for now as Trump has previously announced he was going to mobilize the military to distribute and administer the vaccine. Now, I don't trust him any farther than I can throw him. I'm seeing him say one thing, but I'm also seeing this mobilization and all this other posturing saying that, yes, it could be mandated on a state level. I'm seeing AstraZeneca making 300 million doses that they're going to probably mandate in the UK. The military is being mobilized still. I don't trust anything from this devil or anyone in his cabinet or any of the Democrats or any of the pharmaceutical reps or anybody in politics at this point. I trust God alone. Using the military to administer vaccines sounds like coercion. And would be involved at some point, since there's no shortage of civilians in America who can and will administer vaccines, like pharmacists, nurses, and doctors, without needing any help from armed soldiers. Yeah, why do you got to get them involved? There's plenty of people that could do it. Well, if you're going to mandate it, you might need the military force behind you. That's why. Even if Trump does not push for mandatory vaccines at the federal level, governors may require vaccines at the state level. And this means America will be likely divided into a vaccine slave states and versus the anti-vaccine free states. In the vaccine slave states, your body is owned by the state, which can now demand you submit to an unlimited number of forced injections, no matter how risky or dangerous that vaccine might be. Operation Warp Speed guarantees that vaccines will be released while still in the experimental phase, transforming Americans into human guinea pigs for big pharma's mad medical experiments. In the anti-vaccine-free states, governors will respect the individual decisions of citizens who are recognized as rightful owners of their own bodies. Anti-vaccine-free states will be likely be states that lean more into the conservative realm, while vaccine-slave states will, of course, be the states run by Democrats and progressives. This means that the citizens who live in progressive states like California and New York are about to experience the full meaning of progressivism. Which essentially requires you to surrender all your individual freedoms, liberties, and even your body to the whims of the satanically corrupt state. In centuries long ago, kings asserted their divine right to rape anyone they choose. Okay, and that was on the night of the wedding. I got into that in my teaching on Romans 13. You might want to listen to it. It's like an... Uh, unlimited subservience to the government where does a christian draw the line just in romans 13 at contendingfortruth.com and i got into that divine right of the divine right of something and it's it allowed the king to literally come and rape your the your wife before you've actually slept with her if he liked your wife so where do we draw the line democratic governors will assert the same right to medically rape anyone living under their jurisdiction then we have this corruption agreed Trump's vaccine czar raking in millions in stock profits following public relations propaganda claiming coronavirus vaccine research progress. After previously backing away from the vaccines as the cure all for America's pandemic woes, Trump, uh, Trump is now back to pushing the coronavirus vaccine being created by Moderna. And he now absurdly claims this vaccine will save the U.S. economy. It reminds me of something asinine he would do, like pushing 5G to save the U.S. economy, which he's done many, many times. Even more disturbingly, Trump's own vaccine czar, a former executive of the criminal felon corporation GlaxoSmithKline, which administered, which admitted to high-level felony crimes and a massive nationwide bribery scheme is now cashing in with millions of dollars in stock valuation profits after Moderna released some public relations propaganda about its vaccine trials, which are only in phase one and only involved eight participants. We previously reported the trial involved 45, but have now learned it was only eight people. Since none of those eight people died yet, Trump is now convinced Moderna's vaccine will save the world breibart added the propaganda absurdly claiming the vaccine quote was also shown to be safe and well tolerated breibart doesn't seem to realize that phase one trials involving only eight people cannot possibly establish that the vaccine is safe and again this is like the fox guarding the hen house you know the very pharmaceutical companies that are that are introducing these things are the same ones running the trials you think they're not going to cook the books of course they're going to so since eight people didn't die in a few days, Breitbart thinks the vaccine is ready to eject into two billion into billions of people with, with unknown long-term consequences. And remember, like I told you before, all these vaccines, the, all the 17 I saw that were in development were all either DNA or messenger RNA vaccines that totally go in and penetrate your own DNA and defile your DNA and commingle themselves with your DNA. So that guess what? You're not fully you anymore i don't even know what you are you're some type of probably nephilim creature now you think where do you think the devil's gonna stop with this he's i've told you he's always 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 wanted access to our dna it's all about our own dna getting getting into there and defiling. and these dna vaccines as we've reported on it's very very hard to get in and actually commingle Foreign DNA with your DNA. They have to go through a lot of hoops to do it, but they've found ways to do it in the laboratory. I got into that in previous teachings. I've had some people email me about that. It's like, listen to my previous teachings. Look at the look at the PDFs. Cause a lot of times I'm only cursory going over because I've got so much, like I've got so much to cover this week. I mean, I don't know how many. It's always so overwhelming anymore because there's always so much to cover, and I just can't cover every little tiny aspect of it but that's what this is about getting to our dna this is why you have to be careful following reporting from pro-trump publishers who are desperate to catapult good news but don't know how medicine works but Breitbart, by bribart' standards crack cocaine also works great because it gives you an incredible energy burst in phase one trials and all the trial subjects reported feeling awesome for a while at least Anyone who thinks the economy is going to bounce back from 36 million people being unemployed, most of whom are being paid to stay unemployed, is smoking crack, by the way. Following the propaganda release, the stock price of Moderna soared 34% on Monday. I wonder how much Trump had invested in that, probably through like you know other people that couldn't directly be connected to him. Anyway, pouring $3.4 million into the pockets of Monsef Salu, Trump's vaccine czar. Isn't that wonderful? Reports the New York Daily Times or the New York Daily News. Talk about corruption. Why does Trump have a former Moderna board member and GlaxoSmithKline executive running his vaccine czar operation that looks to set to try to push mandatory vaccines across America in order to enrich big pharma and keep the coronavirus pandemic going? Trump has now characterized the Moderna vaccine trial results as staggeringly good because Trump's a Expert, we all know. His exact quote is: quote, you're seeing it maybe today for the first time, where not only are the markets up tremendously, because that's all that matters for in Trump's world, but we have tremendous, tremendously good and positive information on therapeutics, on cures, and on vaccines. No, Trump, just on vaccines. Give me a break. I think you're gonna have the vaccine i think it's going to be terrific it reminds me of some mindless quote he'd say yes trump is still clinging to the delusional vaccine shaped recovery program for america and for the economy and he's now convinced big pharma's toxic vaccines are going to save america and perhaps his presidency it is a fact that vaccine manufacturers have spiked human blood samples with animal antibodies in order to win fda approval for vaccines that didn't work Two virologists from Merck filed a a false claims act document with the federal government several years ago claiming that they were ordered by Merck management to falsify antibody tests for the mumps vaccines. The FDA does not conduct its own testing on on vaccines and relies entirely on the vaccine manufacturers, the satanic vaccine manufacturers, to run their own tests. Uh, We know we can trust them. Obviously, a gross conflict of interest and a complete abandonment of anything resembling real science, though. But who cares? In fact, Moderna and the vaccine industry are rushing this coronavirus vaccine into, the, into production the same way that Boeing rushed the 737 MAX airplane, into production resulting in catastrophic consequences for passengers and the company but now trump is betting the entire u.s population and the u.s economy on an unproven fast-track vaccine produced by an industry that has long repeated has a long repeated history of science fraud felony crimes and totally dishonest clinical trials is this really the broken racehorse upon which trump is betting his presidency well sure it is peter may of public citizen warned that slow's based decisions due to his conflict of interest with big pharma could hurt or kill millions of people of course that's the whole point if these coronavirus vaccines were actually intended to be safe and effective they would have to go through at least two to three years of long-term clinical trials but hey man we might start having these by september the fact that we're being frantically rushed into production via operation warp speed tells you they aren't even intended to be safe or effective at all Who cares? The whole charade is total junk. This isn't science. This isn't medicine. It's immunization, smoke, and mirrors, and the consequence could be catastrophic. According to some critics, these vaccines are actually intended to spread the coronavirus pandemic and cause mass fatalities from the cytokine storm uh, effect caused by the secondary exposure to new infection strain after being vaccinated against the coronavirus. This is explained in detail by Dr. Judy Mikovits in the interview at the link below here and i give you that link i'm gonna i I don't know if i'll get to her report today i'm gonna try it seems that trump and all his advisors currently have the following hierarchy of priorities at, at play priority number one make more money for the vaccine companies and big pharma priority two pump up the inflated stock market and pretend the economy is good even as real production is falling off a cliff Priority three, protect big tech to keep the stock market propped up even higher, regardless of the fact that big tech is clearly run by communist China and is censoring all speech, well, in in the synagogue of Satan, and is censoring all speech about coronavirus that exposes China or the who. Priority four, protect the American people, which is always the last priority. It's sad, and increasingly, it looks like Trump has sold out America to the vaccine companies, all while the FDA, the FTC, the CDC, and Giant Tech and the Tech Giants censor natu- natural solutions that are actually saving lives and curing patients right now. All treatments that work are being suppressed, while all vaccines that have never been proven to work are being pumped up as cure alls for the entire world. Talk about quackery. You can't you can't even get deeper into the world of quack quacksterism than what Trump and the vaccine companies are pushing right now. It's sick. It's criminal. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like we're all being betrayed by Trump, who has obviously sold out to Big Pharma and Big Tech. Thank you, Mike Adams. Thank you for finally getting off the Trump train. Next report AstraZeneca ready to vaccinate half of Great Britain for the bioengineered COVID-19 uh COVID 19 virus by September. Where will the first vaccines for the Wuhan Corona COVID 19 be unleashed? Well, in Great Britain, assuming a scheme hatched by the British government to vaccinate half the population by September is a success. Reports indicate that the experimental uh, drug giant AstraZeneca has been contacted by the United Kingdom to turn an experimental Wuhan coronavirus vaccine developed by scientists at the University of Oxford into a 30 million commercial doses of the jab before fall. United Kingdom Business Secretary Alak Shaharma recently announced that a global licensing deal worth 130 million pounds has been signed between Oxford and AstraZeneca. And the aim is to vaccinate half of the entire UK population by the end of summer. Now, this is by the end of summer. This isn't when they start it. So when are they going to actually start it? Like next week? I don't know. The aim, remember, it says the aim is to have them all vaccinated by the end of summer. So, by the end of September. That doesn't mean it starts then. It means it starts way before then because you can't vaccinate that many people in a week. So, who knows? If this vac- test vaccine can be proven to provide protection against the wound coronavirus, the plan is to have AstraZeneca produce another 770 uh, million doses for it. For a total of of 100 million doses. And Sharma wants to see this happen, quote, as soon as possible. I bet you do. I bet you do. I bet you Satan wants it as soon as possible as well. To help move things along even more quickly, Sharma has allotted another... 84 million pounds in taxpayer monies because see you're you're going to be the one that ends up paying for all this to both oxford and the imperial college of london which is also working on the project with the funds they require to ramp up production on their groundbreaking potential vaccines isn't this wonderful and then we have this these unthink, unthinkable criminals reportedly among the um 4,500 inmates freed in just illinois alone now this is going on all over the country but the, the little little um screenshot here of, of um snapshot of what's going on all over the country. One of the more troubling ways states are responding to the coronavirus pandemic is by releasing thousands of dangerous criminals, many of them sex offenders, out into society before they would normally be eligible for release. Some of those offenders have been accused of serious crimes, including crimes against children, of course, drug trafficking, assault, and various murder related charges. Now they've been set to free All in an attempt to stop the spread of the coronavirus. Because they care so much. States like New York, California, Illinois have been releasing thousands of dangerous criminals since the end of March. Even more concerning is that among the thousands of inmates being released, many of them are convicted sex offenders. Breibart reports that 4,500 inmates released in the state of Illinois between March 1st and May 6th, nearly 150 of them have been convicted of serious sex crimes. They give the detail of just three of these dangerous, now-free criminals. One, let's just, a little snapshot here. Stephen Habercorn, 31 years old, is one of the child sex abusers who was allowed to parole out of prison. Um, and around 2011, Habercorn was convicted of predatory criminal sexual assault and aggravated sexual abuse. Um, at the time of the incidents, Habercorn was 21 years old and his victim was 9 years old. Okay, so... He's one of the many wonderful, upstanding citizens being released because we want to make sure he doesn't get coronavirus and nothing bad happens to this sex offender. So he can go out and rape more, more of the kiddies and his whole cadre of buddies that are joining him from prison can can have their way with society. is life grand, I'll tell you. Things just keep getting gooder and gooder and gooder by the second. Likewise, 47-year-old Charles Sumlin was allowed to parole a prison around March 9th. Around 2016, Shumlin was convicted of aggravated criminal sexual abuse. At the time of the incident, Shumlin was 43 years old and his victim was 15 years old. Breibout reported that more than 4,500 inmates released in Illinois, 520 of them have been convicted of Class X felonies. These are felonies of the most serious violent crimes a person can be convicted of, aside of first-degree murder. Now these violent and dangerous criminals are back out on the streets. That should help Illinois residents uh sleep at night i just saw a report that um of the 10 uh, states that people are fleeing the fastest in illinois i think was number three on the list out of all 50 states illinois is hellish from what i'm seeing i mean you look at what's going on in chicago and the draconian laws and just i mean we're talking really and this is just further proof Further proof. Meanwhile, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker, Democrat, has said violators of the state's stay-at-home orders could be taken into custody, charged, and prosecuted. So let's take all like the the, the sex offenders and the most violent Class X criminals, minus the first-degree murder people, because you can't let them out. And let's replace them with the people that do not comply with the wearing masks and the stay-at-home orders. Because, see, that's the kind of swap society needs to have way more. And in fact, what I think they should start doing is start giving the people that aren't wearing the masks and aren't totally complying with every COVID-19 stay-at-home order, violating any kind of thing, put them directly into prison, Okay, and then give the sex offenders and the class X criminals all their stuff, let them move directly in. And then if they had a family, the family could stay there with the sex offender and then he can just do whatever he wants to, to the family. Because isn't that what Satan would want? Let's just come on. Let's just, just get this thing on the road. Where does the insanity end? And I obviously am in a lot of sarcasm here because I don't really know how the way, which way to be and do this teaching, maintaining any kind of semblance of sanity. It gets worse every stinking week. And where is the 501c3 church screaming about these same issues, which was what they should be if they were being salt and light, like the God commanded. If the pastors weren't hirelings that had no love for the sheep, but instead, they don't have any love for the sheep. The true shepherd will lay down his life for his sheep. But not these, not most of them. They should be screaming just like I am, warning their congregations about this, calling them into mass repentance, prayer, and fasting, that type of thing, calling them to go out and, and to expose this evil and to 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 you know mass protests of the government, mass letter-writing campaigns, mass calling campaigns or whatever i but i don't see it i'm sorry i listen to christian radio i don't i don't hear a whole lot about much of this kind of stuff at all i I just don't you know we can't help but wonder how exactly releasing these dangerous criminals early is supposed to slow the spread of the virus anyway this is beyond lawlessness it's sheer insanity Okay, so the next report, Fauci sends a message to Democratic mayors and governors. And I I entitled this also the pause torture technique, which I think, and I wanted to put this out there because I think Dave brings up some good points here uh, regarding what we might be facing uh, in the next, this week to the next week. I, I, I hope it's not true, but it would seem to be true from a satanic standpoint if they could pull it off.
8: Well, I've done a little research into torture techniques, and I did so during the Iraqi war because I wanted just how evil we were being. Waterboarding was easy to understand. Uh, Some of the other things that went on, you know, sensory deprivation, where you basically deprive everyone of light, sound, touch, smell, anything sensory deprivation in about 20 minutes the brain starts to hallucinate just like taking lsd and it's effective after a while uh the solitary confinement so to speak can get people to tell their captors a lot of what they want to know so i've looked at what's going on with fauci in this lens and basically most torture can come down to two broad categories not all but a lot one is the good cop bad cop i don't think that's at play here the, the good cop comes up to the guy being tortured in the middle of it and says, I can stop. All you have to do is tell us what we want to know. We won't hurt your family. And of course, he's telling him a lie. And we'll let you walk out of here alive. Just tell us what we want to know. Otherwise, he's going to have to continue hurting you. And then when we're done with you, we'll have to go get your family. That's good cop back. There's another technique out there, and, and for lack of a better term, I've had someone describe it to me who knows about this business, called the pause technique. You brutalize, 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 stop. Give them water. Talk to them. Get them to feel normal again. And then you start threatening to go back to what you were doing. Yes. Sometimes that's enough. See, after a while, when a person's getting tortured, They actually begin to habituate to the pain, and they adjust to the pain level, or they pass out. With this technique, the pause technique, the person, yeah, you get the idea. Now, they backed off, these people, now they start up again. And that same rush of adrenaline and fear and so forth takes over. And eventually, you psychologically wear the person down more than you do physically, and they'll give in that's called the pause technique this is what i think is going on with fauci when fauci told the democratic governors and mayors we have to end the lockdown because it's doing irreversible damage as quoted on fox news day before So asked- we're
0: talking about a little luciferian synagogue of satan devil all of a sudden having compassion out of nowhere okay that's the angle that he's coming at you with trying to explain this.
8: They, I think he knew exactly what he was doing. I think he is setting us up for wave two Yes. when they come back at us again because there's been a sudden surge and yes, spike, exactly. whether it's true or not. And that's
0: all you see on Drudge. Now, I don't know about the other one. I don't like look at CNN and stuff like that, but you're seeing a lot of those types of reports on Drudge. You know, still propagating these lies about the unbelievable death count. When Again, they're including everything, including like car accidents in in the death count or whatever. Hospitals are virtually empty at this point, from what you're seeing. From firsthand accounts from people in hospitals that work there. And um, again, like I said, COVID-19, I'm not saying it's not a killer, but it has to have the right parameters at play. And I've went over that many times in other teachings. They didn't get the death count, but see, they already pushed all their chips in. So they still, they're they still trying to just go with this narrative and shove it down our throats that all these people are dying when it's not happening.
8: That'll be the perception of truth. And they're going to come back at us twice as hard. Yeah. And it's their way of breaking the will of resistance of the American people to what people like Fauci and his colleagues want to do to us. If you've got a better explanation, I'd love to hear it. We need to put the options on the table because even if I'm wrong, the more we talk about this, the more that we're going to be alert to what's coming, and the more likely we are to be able to avoid it. So this is, uh, shall we say, pres- prescriptive prohibition of submitting ahead of time. Please share this far. And so w-
0: I, I hope you understand what he's trying to get there. Okay. All of a sudden, we're in this lockdown. Fauci said it could last, like you know, for whatever till twenty twenty-two or whatever, and then all of a sudden now he says, oh no, no, we need to end it. And it would be like if you were being tortured and, and you thought it was going to go on forever and then all of a sudden the guy comes in and he starts to play good cop and he says no we're, we're going to end this and then he lets he ends it and then all of a sudden then they give you what you suppose what you want but then oh look what happened now the death rates just four times what it ever there's all the i mean just dropping dead in the streets everywhere and look we tried to we tried to help you guys i got into this in the last week's study but it didn't happen and you know because we tried to capitulate and we were mr nice guy look what happened now we really got to go into lockdown and i'm afraid that's what they're going to try to do with the second wave now there's an extreme example of what he just talked about i believe it was the movie papillon which is a really old movie and it was a long time ago that i watched it but i remember there was this scene in the movie where he was like a prison prisoner, I think, on this island somewhere, and they just did whatever they wanted to, and just every day torture. mean, every you know horrible conditions, and you know fed him like roaches, and and just insane. Okay, conditions. And there was one point in the show, and again, if this isn't Papillon, it was one of those type of shows like that, where. They come in and they get him after they've tortured him for like, I don't know, probably months and they give him a nice warm shower and they give him this awesome meal and they clean him up and they give him a nice bed and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden they come back in and they throw him right back into the same cell and they start it all up right when he thought he had hope. And I think that's what drives him insane that that part because he was habituating himself like dave was saying to the treatment but then you give them hope and then you take it away you put them right back to where they were before when they thought that they were that was over that is the the type of thing that they may be setting us up for here with this we're coming out of lockdown i mean i don't know if, if i could just go up the drudge right now and look at some of the headlines here um so much garbage breaking all the rules blood on the boardwalk meaning all these people are mass gathering now violence erupts as crowds swarm to reopen beaches six shot at daytona beach um actually they just took a whole bunch of those down spike in dc numbers and crowds in maryland and virginia beaches now renew virus concerns outbreak spreads throughout the high school pool party how upbeat vaccine news fueled the stock surge. Um, whatever this means. Silver lining 43% to say they've changed for the better thanks to the lockdown. With their, their more compliant little, you know, drones were ready for this moment. While humans hunkered down, aero robots taking over. Isn't that wonderful? Um Oh, testosterone could could be deemed blamed on the higher death rate among males. So they're blaming testosterone, which they're desperately trying to lower in everybody. Um, Okay, so let's go forward with that a little bit more. This just, I just saw this today. And I'm only going to play a couple minutes of this, but this is breaking President Trump issues all churches open. Now, I know this happened the other day, but again, this is going along with what Fauci's doing. So I'm seeing Trump and Fauci get on the same page here, go in a direction that they didn't indicate that they were gonna go a week ago. And again, we're seeing all this stuff about all this, Oh, oh no, we're we're opening up. We're 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 letting the businesses reopen. Oh, this is going to be really really bad. They they're getting all these thoughts in our head that this is going to be some big disaster from the second wave of corona. And then we have those doctors make that good point before that all these people that have been self-isolating and not exposing themselves to any germs and sanitizing everything and making sure they wear their little mask when they actually start getting exposed to just regular stuff that there's going to be a spike in probably just regular infections and that they're going to classify all those as COVID-19 and then they're going to I just from a satanic standpoint I see this coming a mile away I don't know if it's going to happen I don't know if God will intervene but if it does they'll just use this to put us into a further lockdown that they'll say we're never going to probably come out of unless we get the vaccine president
5: of the United States president Trump with the White House task force there as well
0: they're Satan himself
5: Thank you very much at my direction the centers for disease control and prevention is issuing guidance for communities of faith i want to thank dr redfield and the
0: cdc for now the- remember trump's still got to appease his base so he will continue to periodically throw his base a bone he's not going to just do everything satanic and just turn ev- that would be ridiculous he's still got to appease his base and get them thinking that he's still fighting for them. So that's why you'll still, and then you'll, you'll have his base continually cling to these little bones he keeps throwing out.
5: Work on this matter and all the other work they've been doing over the past, what now seems like a long period of time. Today I'm identifying houses of worship, churches, synagogue, and mosques, as essential places that provide essential services. Some governors have deemed liquor stores and abortion clinics as essential, but have left out churches and other houses of worship.
0: And and for most people that call themselves Christians, this will be all they need to see to to get them content to believe that Trump is still fighting for them, still on their side when he has never been from the start.
5: So I'm correcting this injustice and calling Houses of worship essential. I call upon governors to allow our churches and places of worship to open right now. If there's any question, they're going to have to call me, but they're not going to be successful in that call. These are places that hold our society together and keep our people united. The people are demanding to go to church and synagogue, go to their mosque. Many millions of Americans embrace worship as an essential part of life. The ministers, pastors, rabbis, imams, and other faith leaders yeah. will make sure that their congregations are safe as they gather and pray. I know them well. In the well.
0: imams' case, they gather and pray to the to the moon the moon god, the death pagan moon god, Allah and commit mass witchcraft on a daily basis, bowing to Mecca, praying to that devil.
5: They love their congregations. They love their people. They don't want anything bad to happen to them or to anybody else. The governors need to do the right thing and allow these very important essential places of faith to open right now for this weekend. If they don't do it, I will override the governors
0: oh he's so fighting for us though always remember that now for the the conspiracy uh ones out there and i the presidential seal's back on the podium okay because i know that was the thing that was going around i think i touched on that in one of my teachings it's it's back on there so you know uh, i'm not going to put a lot of stock in that one where there was a lot of postulating about that but uh, i do i think he's in control no i, I do not I, I think he's taking orders at this point but i also think that he's going to he has to appease his base, and this would if they if they do this, and Trump is trying to supposedly appear as the good guy, and then all of a sudden they come out and say, "Look at the, all the thousands of new cases, the people dropping dead everywhere." Well, Trump could say, hey, "I tried, guys. You know what could I do?" But we're going to have to really go into a bigger lockdown than we've ever seen before because we tried it your way and it didn't work. You know, and it'll all be based on lies. Uh, next report, top even I mean as immunologist professor dolores cahill backs a stunning claim made by scientist judy mikovitz in a censored viral video plandemic explaining in detail how coronavirus and other viruses may be actually contaminating the seasonal flu shot okay which again that wouldn't surprise me one bit now i hope this video is still up there because so much of the time i go to click on these and they're they're down no it's not okay Good.
8: One of the big pandemic was has been a big discussion this week. Judy Mikovits said there's actually coronavirus in the flu shot. Are you saying that it may not be viral interference, but what we're actually seeing is this antibody immune enhancement that was happening in the vaccines? That if there's a little coronavirus in the flu, then when we so come again, com- this is
0: Dell Bigtree uh, uh, interviewing Professor Dolores Cahill, PhD, immunologist and molecular biologist.
8: With it, it gives us a more serious reaction, which Tony Fauci keeps warning us as a possibility of the vaccine. Did I hear you yes. right? Are you agree with Judy yes, that you coronavirus did. is in the vaccine?
9: I agree entirely with Judy, and I just you don't need to put it up now. But there was a second slide associated with the paper around the SARS that what happens is that these vaccines are made sometimes on monkey kidneys, you know, or on different cell lines. And as we know, coronaviruses are actually, you know, they are actually coronaviruses associated with different animals. So if they use a tissue to make the influenza vaccine and that tissue comes from a dog or from a monkey and that they intrinsically have coronaviruses. When you're making a virus, you actually often homogenize the tissue, you know, the underlying fetal cell line or the underlying dog tissue or the underlying kidney from a monkey and so all of the latent viruses that those animals have are then included in the flu that has then been injected into people and so then they become exposed so why there is why
0: wouldn't everybody want all that that garbage injected into them bypassing all the other normal ways that our body would normally guard us from stuff like that why wouldn't everybody want that injected straight into our muscle tissue and get into our bloodstream and dna and
9: i I don't understand why corona vaccine after 17 years is that when they injected those uh, the vaccines containing those type of material all of the the animals would die or if it was in uh, you know babies or in soldiers that they would have this really adverse immune reaction which then would have to be treated so that's why in ireland uh, we cannot have a mandatory vaccination because essentially we are experimenting on the world. But I think what's also important to say is the coronavirus has circulated the world within six weeks. It's gone. And the way this virus does is you clear it, right? There is no, the PCR test would be negative, but your antibody test would be positive. So there is no latent disease. And what those people are are not cases like me. We are immune for life. And if we come across that exact virus again, we won't have symptoms. Of course, if it mutates, then some people will have, depending on the mutation. So this is entirely unnecessary, what they're doing. And we just have to call it out. And I'm very happy to be given the opportunity now.
0: If you like that clip, then be sure... Okay, so we have that one. Uh, Going further. One-on-one with Judy Mikovits, who is the lady that made the pandemic video that I played. Truth about her arrest and the one issue the media cannot debunk. So they have attacked this lady like you cannot believe they've banned it off youtube and every other media platform they've they've banned brighteon now you can't even post any links from brighteon on, on facebook anymore they are in total 100 percent book burning 1984 brave new world mode now on the internet uh, only god knows how long any type of alternative um, truth will be allowed on the internet regardless of if you have your own platform or not and it's just it's unlike anything you've ever seen what they're doing so i'm going to go ahead and play some of this video because i want you to understand this is what happens when you put truth out and that you know that she's hitting it the nail right on the head because of the way that they're attacking her
7: this is truth and media i'm ben swan and on today's show an exclusive interview with dr judy michovitz you have seen her in the plandemic movie that has been viewed tens of millions of times around the world and yet social media companies keep Pulling it down. Why is that? And it's not just social media companies that are pulling the video. There have been dozens of articles written about Judy Mikeovitz over the last couple of weeks, and they have engaged in an incredible. I mean,
0: are we in the final days, literally, on planet Earth, where any truth will ever be allowed out in the mainstream um, media platforms or, or onto the internet ever again? Because once this is taken away, it'll never be gotten back, ever. It will be gone until Jesus comes back and literally sets up a thousand-year millennial reign at the end of the seven-year tribulation. There, w- it w- It'll be over, guys. The night is coming when no man can work. And are we right on the cusp of that? I'm fighting through in a lot of different ways that I talk about in order for us to maybe procure more time for this to keep going, where we can keep putting out truth. But I, I don't know. I mean, the, as aggressive as they're getting...
7: I, I don't know, it remains to be seen I guess. Amount of character assassination, absolutely destroying her character while at the same time refusing to deal with the issues and debate the issues that she brought up during her interview.
3: Oh, it, it's, it's the single most, as you mentioned, the single most important thing at every level, the journals, the grant, the funding. Our exclusive interview right
7: now on Truth and Media. guys. Thanks for watching the podcast today. So a couple things. Uh, we're going to be talking today with Dr. Judy Mikovits and going through with her this incredible experience that she's had over the last few weeks because of course she was the main interview in in part of a new documentary coming out called plandemic so many of you have already seen it what's fascinating to me is not just how uh, dr judy Mikovits has been just demonized in the media over the last few weeks but it's the exact same playbook that has been used over and over and over again her wikipedia page has been locked it is being changed dozens of times every minute. We've seen an incredible amount of articles about her just absolutely laying waste to her character, claiming that she stole documents and stole information from a lab that she was working for, essentially painting her as a criminal. When when I'm doing keyword searches now,
0: I, I literally cannot find hardly anything now. When I, I'm doing things on subjects that would come up, I'm talking on like search engines like DuckDuckGo, and I'm not talking, I don't use Google. You can't find, I mean, it's true for YouTube, unless you know specifically where to go now to get the truth, the truth is being systematically eliminated where you can't get to it through search engines, where you can't get to it through a search on YouTube anymore. It just, it's, it's, I've never seen anything like it ever.
7: And that's, that's where we're at right now. What all these so-called fact checks have in common is that they all seem to completely ignore the substance of what was said during her interview. And there was one thing in particular that stood out to me as the most important issue that was discussed during that little pandemic clip. Because it's not the entirety, by the way, of this um, documentary when it's finished. It was just a 25-minute long clip of it. But that clip included a piece of information that I think is so critically important for people to understand. It is so vitally important that we understand it. That if the majority of the public did understand it, if the majority of the public was able to actually come to terms with what was said, it would force a complete upending of the medical system in America. And that is the idea that those who were in power in NIAID or the NIH, the National Institutes of Health, or the CDC, that those doctors have the ability to patent drugs that they are a part of discovering and not just patent them but then hold these very high profile government positions where they can steer public policy in favor of drugs that they can personally financially benefit from and do it is incredible when you think about it how does someone have the ability to hold a patent and also create public policy for medicine that directly affects the patent that they hold how does that system take place when did it start and why is it still in place? And as we sit in the middle of a pandemic right now, how can we not question that issue? So, joining me right now to talk about this. Dr. Judy Mikovits, thanks for being with me. Obviously, you've done a lot of interviews over the last couple of weeks, and there's just a couple of things I really want to touch on, and I want to begin by actually raising a couple questions for you, because one of the claims that's been made over the last few weeks has been from those who say that Judy Mikovits cannot be trusted, that she actually stole documents from the lab she was working at, she claims that she was never arrested, or that she was um, never had a warrant out for her arrest, and they say that they're debunking that fact. I'm gonna give you a chance to respond to that. Is any of that true? Did you steal items from from the lab you were working for? And how did this all play out?
3: Yeah, in fact that is absolutely totally false. And I have addressed that with um, literally for a, a decade, uh, almost a decade or more. What I was actually arrested for um, was lit, written in, in in Science the Journal. Um, basically it said that I was arrested on felony charges of being a fugitive from justice. But it went on to say that nobody um, issued a warrant. Whether it, um, either Washoe County, Reno, Sparks, nobody in Nevada, where the institute I worked with, um, was, um, nobody in Ventura, the police who actually arrested me. No warrant. My house was thoroughly searched. My friend's house was thoroughly searched and, um, nothing was found. Um, so there never was a charge on to base. Uh, you know, the the fugitive from justice
7: felony charge. Dr. Mikovic shared a series of documents through her attorney to prove her statements, including this original booking photo and booking sheet from November 18th, 2011. It is correct that while it was reported that Judy Mikovits was arrested on a fugitive from justice charge, that is only a secondary charge. But take a look, on her booking form, no primary charge is listed.
3: I was held in jail for five days on no bail with no attorney, so with no judge against every due process. As I said, my house was searched um, without a warrant. There, there was no property. There was no theft. And, and this actually was um, a part of, uh, you know, of,
7: uh, it was actually fabricated. I was also sent a copy of the original warrants for Mikeovitz. The warrant is stamped by the University of Nevada Reno Police Services, but in fact has no signature of the Superior Court Judge. All of these documents, by the way, are now part of a civil lawsuit filed by Mikevitz.
3: And and um, and I have evidence proof of affidavits in a civil case that, um, the Institute, Harvey and Annette Whittemore filed illegally. And we responded to that on November, on November 4th. They had already filed it with four with four affidavits that basically frame me up for stealing these things when in fact the night and and remember this is November 4th and I was ultimately jailed on November 18th we have two books Plague that came out on November of 2014 and Plague of Corruption which we actually started writing in August of 14 when I learned how much deeper the Plague of Corruption went and why the notebooks and why this was fabricated this way and how Tony Fauci and the NIAID actually paid them off you can see it again embattled institute keeps grants no an institute that an institute that um, that um, commits um, misappropriation of federal funds and Medicare fraud, selling an unvalidated diagnostic test knowingly and taking reagents out of the lab and paying personnel who haven't worked in the lab, that kind of an institute wouldn't retain a principal investigator's grant uh, unless of course um, uh, there was a reason to um, pay them for their crimes and this is exactly what was happened. I was fired September 29th for insolence and insolence insubordination and and I and I admit uh, I was rude when I said I will not do do, uh, uh, allow you to misappropriate federal funds I was given a direct order to misappropriate federal funds everything in the media everything in Wikipedia writes a lie no
7: I never stole notebooks and I think I think more than anything you know and as you lay all this out So I've been through a lot of this personally myself, I understand exactly where you're coming from, but I also think it's important as we we talk about this to help viewers to understand what this tactic is so that they can also learn how to recognize it, right? Because you are not the first and you won't be the last person that this happens to. Um, but there's a very clear playbook and how it how it all plays out. One is the articles, right? These articles all appear at the exact same time. They all show up like being published at the same time in the usual suspects: Daily Beast, Crooks and Liars, as you said, New York Times, Wall Street Journal. They'll, they'll all suddenly pop up with the same articles on them. USA Today. They they'll call themselves fact checks, but they don't actually check the facts of right, anything right. you say. But right. w- one thing that I have learned over the years is that when these attacks come, you can usually find why they're coming by looking at the one issue that they won't discuss. So all the attacks that they'll bring against you and all the things they'll say about you, but what are the the issues that you mention that they stay far, far away from? They never even come up because it's almost as if they're terrified of those becoming a part of the public consciousness. I thought the most shocking thing you talked about, and I consider myself to be a journalist who knows a lot about a lot of things. And one of the things I did not know until your interview was how many uh, people working in the public sector who work for organizations like the NIH and the CDC have the ability to patent a drug and then have the ability to shape the actual policies like Anthony Fauci is every day of the country toward the the profit that he can make from royalties from that drug and I thought the fact that you brought this up this is so critically important that I truly believe it's part of the reason there's been such a a vigorous attack against your character and against uh, this uh, you know attempt to slander you can you quickly we only have about two minutes here just share with us How important of an issue is this moving forward for people to understand the conflict of interest here?
3: Oh, it's it's the single most, as you mentioned, the single most important thing at every level. The journals, the grant, the funding. So you don't get a job if you don't have the funding. If you don't publish in the journals, who are controlling the message? And if you don't get, you know, if you don't give these talks, you don't get the patent. And you shouldn't have the patent. Um, universities who are funded by NIH shouldn't have patents. And and that's when these conflicts changed. Was the 1983 or four or Dole Act, the senator from Utah and, and um by B A Y H and Bob Dole. That changed everything and it did the drug costs. We wouldn't be experiencing anywhere near the drug costs. The patents are on things as you said, Tony Fauci steering toward remdesivir when we have when we have solutions that are seventy year old drugs that cost pennies on the dollar, you know, and, and, and including other immune therapies that could prevent these diseases from ever happening. So our, our entire government is steering towards where you can't make label claims for simple vitamin C or, or, or supplements that cost nothing and driving everything towards drugs, and they have the patents.
7: Yeah, it's, it's absolutely shocking. I'm sure you've seen your Wikipedia page in the last couple of days. Uh, what's fascinating, again, that people need to know this. First of all, Wikipedia is a joke. We all know that. They did the same thing to you that they did to me, though, which was they locked your page So that it cannot be changed unless you are approved to make changes. And then, if you go and look at the history, there are people making changes to that page every few seconds. It's like every 12 seconds, there is a new edit being made to your page. It happened to me a few years ago. The exact same process. But it's it's again, it's important for people to understand how this works because this concept of of uh, unity and collusion within the Media space, within the tech space, within the medical space, within the political space, it is killing us as a country. It is destroying knowledge, it is destroying education, it is destroying an informed public. I'll give you the last word.
3: Yeah, it's destroying everything about the fabric of our society. Honest reporters who try to do an honest job um, get threatened with their careers. Honest scientists are threatened, and those threats are carried out. And that's why a mugshot was run in science. Uh, a fake mugshot, by the way, because there was never a charge. I'm just going to keep saying this. A felony charges of a fugitive from justice. You can't be a fugitive if you don't have a parking ticket. You know, this is crazy, and Tony Fauci has that. It stands to this day, or it did the last time it was at, N, at the National Cancer Institute, you know, November six, November 15, 2016, it still said Judy Mikovits is felony fugitive from justice, and they attempted to detain me on that day, and I got out that door quick.
7: Oh, Dr. Judy Mikovits, thanks so much for your time. Guys, thanks for tuning in, and thanks for continuing to share this content. I don't know what's going to So,
0: again, yeah, sharing this content is i think very important you're just seeing there this is one person that went against fauci this is this you know devil that you know is at the head of all this the spear tip of this it, it reminded me as soon as i heard of this you know this treatment it reminded me of these verses and particularly the last verse we'll get into here isaiah 59 13 in transgressing and lying against the lord and departing away from our god speaking oppression and revolt conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood which is just the norm now pretty much across society and judgment is turned away backward meaning true righteous judgment which god loves it's the exact opposite now you know they frameth mischief meaning they create evil by a law judgment is turned away backward and justice standeth afar off so don't expect justice from the court systems or from the police or from the government or anything like that because in the type of environment we're living in judgment is turned away backward and justice standeth afar off for truth is fallen in the street and equity cannot enter now what does that word equity mean from the biblical context we go to the word um, Strong's H5229 nikokach Nico Koch Nico Um that's how evidently you say that in Hebrew maybe I'm butchering it but equity. what does it mean from a biblical standpoint what does that word mean when it says equity cannot enter? Well from a biblical standpoint it means properly straightforwardness, integrity, or concretely a truth, a right thing, uprightness. These types of things cannot enter, and increasingly, where you have a more satanic government taking over, equity cannot enter. And then the next verse yea, truth faileth. And he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey, like the prey of an animal P R E Y. You're the hunted. When you depart from evil in this type of environment, you become one of the hunted that's what this is saying that's why she's had all this stuff happen to her and she's not relying on god she's not crying out to god i don't see any indicator that she's a she comes out of the pharma industry she's very still i think pharmaceutically she's got a lot of that in her i've heard enough her say enough things um i'm not saying she's not a good person though but i don't see any indicator she's a christian and somebody like that is at a very very huge disadvantage because i mean unless just god in his infinite mercy just decides to protect her and i pray he does we, we need to be praying for her um they're at a huge disadvantage because they can't you know they're not going to cry out to god for protection so that last verse again yea truth faileth and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey and the lord saw it, and, and displeased him that there was no judgment because see god loves righteous judgment he hates hypocritical judgment where you judge the beam um where you judge the speck in your brother's eye and you have a beam in your own that's hypocritical judgment but jesus christ said judge righteous judgment and then if we would judge ourselves we would not be judged according to corinthians so it's what you're supposed to do all the time every day and particularly before you take the lord's supper where it talks about that uh anyway going uh we're totally over on time here so i'm going to end part two here and we will go to part three next god bless you